I like a, the, the 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 unicorns are like stray cats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. Everybody, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from Cinema Sins, joined by Jonathan Watkins from Cinema Sins. Hello, hello. Today we're going to be doing a mini pod, uh, Pixie Pod. Sure, <laughs> of uh, Onward, the new Pixar uh, joint, I guess. Um, this might just be my uh, Church of Christ school upbringing, but um, man, every time I hear Onward, I just think of that Onward Christian Soldier song. Uh, like, it just keeps like it will not leave. I haven't thought about that song in like thirty years. And... I hadn't heard of it. I mean, I hadn't thought of it until you brought it up. So it's probably been thirty years for that, me. Probably because that's the only way I've ever heard that word used. Like mm. I don't. That's not a real like. It's not a real common word in my, it's not in my lexicon at least, I guess. Yeah, I no, it's not. It's, I mean, it's your typical, I mean, I can see that being a, you know, it, I I, th- I think I am familiar with it as a fantasy role playing type of thing. That's as exact, yeah, yeah, yeah. and this is exactly where it comes from for you this know, like movie. You're, you're going on a quest onward. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, and it, you know, people always have that high, high speech, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're onward onto this, you know, blah, blah, blah. So. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, this is, um, this is their new movie. And, and, and I will say, uh, off the top of the, uh, uh, at right at, right off the bat, like Pixar's animation continues, like just, just talking animation wise, we're not even getting into the yeah. quality. No, I know. I know what you're about to say. Um, still just, it, it, it's amazing how much they run circles around everybody no, else. It's e- even, even Disney. Yeah. Like even, you know, Disney's Disney films. Yeah. Like this compared to Frozen Two is like oh yeah, yeah and Frozen Two is is a is yeah, nice beautiful. to look at and and everything but but uh, Pixar is just just kills it with the is been killing it with this lately. Toy Story Four had oh, yeah. had probably their best ever, um, but yeah, all these other I I know I know Pixar has Disney money and everything, yeah. but uh, but none of these other animation. Uh, houses like Illumination no. are, are, seem to be upping the ante. They they keep making the same product over and over, and everything looks the same. I, I agree, and I was thinking about Toy Story Four also because Toy Story Four, of course, had the cat, yeah. which was a big thing. But I thought this was even this was almost better than that because in that movie, it was almost like they had this technology they were using for that cat, and not that it was bad, but the cat was almost kind of a stark contrast to everything else. Right. It was a little distracting, but it was cool. Mm-hmm. But whereas in this, I feel like they found an even better way to make everything seamless. There are wide shots in this movie that if I didn't know what this movie was, and like I just walked in the living room and my daughter was watching it, I might not realize it's animated at first. Mm-hmm. Like when they're showing like the, like when they're in the desert or whatever, and they're doing wide shots of that, the landscape yeah. or the traffic uh, on the, uh, on oh, the highway. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that looks almost just like live action filmmaking when you're just, you know, pulled away from it. Mm-hmm. And then the anim- and yeah, it's just it's unbelievable to watch. So the story about a story of this is uh, just uh, in broad sketches. Uh, the there's two brothers. They, they, they live in this world. This is like where actual fantasy 
creatures live, but they're like humans essentially. Yeah, they uh, the uh, they don't re- they don't use magic anymore because they don't have to. Uh, yeah. Technology kind of usurped the use of magic because magic was more of a pain in the ass, and now they could you know you just turn a light on as opposed to creating light. Yeah, yeah, um, it's that. It's, uh, a, it's an interesting concept. It's like that quote about the you know uh, the sufficient technology is uh, indistinguishable from magic and blah <laughs> yeah, blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the, this society has evolved to not need magic anymore, even though they came from magic and everything. And, um, and so everything is just like everyday normal thing, except, you know, except they live in a world that's, (laughs) that there are things that are, there are things like their houses and, and stuff like that, that are completely different. But like, and the people who live there are completely different. But they have everything else that yeah, we have. Yeah, and there's like, I like a, the, the 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 unicorns are like stray cats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And they have a pet dragon, a little yeah, pet dragon, yeah. and things like that. There and there, uh, the main characters are elves. Is that right? I'm. Is, that's what I thought they yeah, were. I think that's right. But uh, but yeah, you have uh, they're the Lightfoots. You have Tom Holland voices Ian, who is the main character. Well, I guess the the first main character and then uh, his brother voiced by Chris Pratt, Barley. Um, uh, so you have a little Marvel connection there too. Yeah. Uh, and their mom, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Um, yeah, I could not, I didn't know it was her going into it and I just kept, I was like, I know that voice. I, yeah. it's, a, it's a, That almost becomes distracting in some of these movies where you know it's a celebrity mm-hmm. <laughs> but you can't pinpoint who it is and then you, you know, so that's kind of distracting but uh, yeah, no, she does a great job. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, the the they go on this quest, and 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 I'm I'm a sucker for these type of things. Mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for like Goonies type things, and and whatever. If you really want to, I mean, it's not it's not like Goonies, but you know what I mean. No, it's, no, no. I know what you're saying. It's uh where where they where the main characters have to solve problems to get to the next destination. Yeah, like there's and, yeah puzzles and riddles or whatever. Yeah, no, I love that kind of stuff too. Yeah, so I'm a sucker for this type of thing. I was a little worried about this when I saw the trailer because nothing really appealed to me, like straight yeah. up. Uh, but uh, after watching this, uh, I, I'm 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 on board with this. I, I like this. Oh, cool. Um, I like you said the animation is unbelievable. Um, I think I had more problems with it than you did. I I, I don't know. I didn't really uh, I didn't really connect to too much with it. Like it just I don't know. I never completely got on board with it. Mm-hmm. Um, there were moments, but I just I don't know. I like I said, I just never fully got on board. I thought it was interesting reading about it afterwards, though. Dan Scanlon, who directed it. He also he did Monsters University. I mm-hmm. think that was his only other Pixar directing thing. Um, apparently, this was based on uh, his dad died when he was young, mm-hmm. and um, he had an audio recording of his dad, mm-hmm. and that's where the idea kind of came from. So I thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. But the dead father, the and I mean, if you've had any kind of loss in your life like this, this you automatically it's going to tear you up a little bit. You know, you're going to get some feels watching this. But it's just like I don't know the the dead parent cliche with Disney movies mm-hmm. hasn't really made its way too much into Pixar, so that was kind of weird seeing mm-hmm. that. You know, I mean, Pixar's dealt with death, but I don't know. It just felt it felt kind of odd, um, and it also I, I don't know. I just didn't. It was interesting, but I just I guess I just didn't feel like they did enough with it. I have a feeling we're still going to give it the same grade though. Possibly. Uh, are you going like you, C plus? <laughs> where are you Where are you going to go with us? Um, I, I think I'm going to go C plus. I I was I was kind of somewhere between that and a C, so I think I'm going to go C plus. Okay. Well, I'm I'm going to go B plus on this. Oh wow! Um, uh, I I I thought you might be putting it in the B or B minus territory no. somewhere around there. Uh, 
you are right about a lot of things though yeah. about this I, I i totally agree with you uh i think the quest part and the overall uh the overall um i guess emotional beat they were trying yeah, to yeah. trying to give us ended up making this a b for me now had it not done those couple of things i'd probably be in c plus territory as well yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I uh, also I will say uh, before we get into spoilers, a made a pretty main factor for me too was I didn't like the Chris Pratt character like mm. at all. Like mm. I, I found him very annoying. In fact, and I didn't find him funny. Like I didn't laugh. I don't think I laughed. Maybe I did laugh a couple times in this movie, but I don't think I laughed at him. Mm-hmm. Um, he felt like uh, the Bill Paxton character Chet from uh, Weird oh, Science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of like somebody said, "What if we had Chet, but he's not a dick? He's just an idiot." Mm-hmm. And uh, that's just kind of how it felt to me. I don't know. It was just kind of annoying. It's really nothing against Chris Pratt. I mean, he's fine, but I just found that character a little obnoxious. Mm-hmm. And um, and then the um, the uh, uh, what was the other one? Ian was mm-hmm. that the the younger one? The, yeah, uh, Tom Holland. Tom Holland's character. Um, I didn't, I mean, he was fine. I, it, I guess we'll get into this more in spoilers too. The ending kind of bugged me a little bit, but, um, I, I just, I don't know. I felt like there was a lot of stuff that wasn't earned by the end of this movie. And I thought that Tom, I thought the Ian character suffered some like in the development, uh, phase, like the way they decided to end the movie, Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um, but anyways. Yeah. Let's get on to spoilers on this one. Miss Luke's what? father is actually Darth Vader. She's the sister and the daughter. Just no, no, them no, 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 no had a couple of years with him. Yeah. Maybe like three or four years with that's him. That's what I that's what I got out of what they were saying. Um and um and then uh, Ian never got anything, got anything. And then so on his birthday, it's uh, was it is his 18th birthday? Uh 16th. It's a 16th birthday. Yeah. Uh he uh his mom pulls this uh gift that his father that their father left them before he died and it's a staff and it has this uh, phoenix gem along with it yep uh and uh barley who's like this uh big fantasy role-playing uh nerd mm-hmm. realizes this immediately and um and is gets really excited and we can actually use this and yeah. everything and um and so there's a there's a spell that they can they can say to get to bring their father back for one day uh, and he tries it a bunch and it doesn't work. And then in typical movie, uh, parlance, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ian is just kind of saying the words out loud, like trying to figure them out, but it, it, he's the one who's magic. So, yeah. uh, he, he's, he, the, the father starts developing from the, the legs, mm-hmm. the legs up and, uh, and he ha- doesn't have the power to control it. And the Phoenix Gym runs out before they can even complete the father. So it's yeah. basically just running legs around at this whole at this whole point. So the only way that they can possibly get this, you know, sometime with their father is to find another Phoenix Gym. Yeah. And uh, so they go on this quest to to find that, and they have to go through all these old uh, 
the uh, the the game that fantasy role playing game that Bar- Barney Barley plays is based in reality. Yeah. So everything's historic. So all the cards he has, it's like Magic the Gathering. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it, all the cards he has have uh, actual locations, actual characters, actual a lot yeah. of stuff. So uh, they know that if they go to this one place this creature can give them a map to where the Phoenix gym is. And then they can go on a quest, get the Phoenix gym. And then with the time remaining, get their father complete. That's yeah. the whole story. Yeah. 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 So you get to, you set up like they have like the, they have the, uh, the, uh, they have a clock basically they're racing against to see if to spend as much time with their father as they possibly can. It's really funny though. And I'm not, I'm not holding this against the movie or anything, but it still just always kills me with these like, when people find instructions that somebody left them, like there's never just enough. Like, wouldn't you have written on there? Like, you got to hold on to it. Or- mm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I agree. Especially since this is all. This is so important. What twenty four hours is all yeah. you have. And thank God one of them actually had magic. And one of in them, them has power. Yeah, I mean, you would think that it would just be a you know a blanket term that any yeah. that any one of his kids yeah. would have been able to do it. But yeah, I guess it's a good thing. Good thing he's the one that's magic, and and uh, the other, you know, and it's fine. I'm not holding that. In. That has nothing to do with. No, like, no. You like know what? You're right. This is a D. This is a D now. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I will say though, his the the uh, Ian's magical abilities though are are kind of interesting because it's like, man, he's just like a fucking sorcerer. Like about. 20 minutes later it felt like yeah. like he does stuff incorrectly but and he and i get like they kind of play it off that barley knows a lot because of that game mm-hmm. um but they do do i do kind of like that i do like the concept though where they're having to go on this quest using like like locations that would have stored stuff from like the older days but they're stuck in a world that doesn't do that anymore mm-hmm. So, like, for instance, like, they go, to, they have to go find the manicure because she's the one that goes on all the quests. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, Octavia, Spencer. Octavia Spencer, who I did not recognize her voice. Like, no, I didn't either. Uh, that was, that's a pretty good performance. Uh, but um, they go there to see her and her, like, uh, like castle or whatever now is like a, basically like a, like a medieval times for kids. Right. That's another thing, yeah. by the way, you know what? <laughs> Sending this movie is going to be fun. <laughs> There's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 they are, when Ian and Barley get to this place, this yeah. old, uh, whatever it is, uh, it used to be like a place where like, you know, people game and hang yeah. out, hung out and did quests and stuff. And, and, uh, they're outside and they're talking like, okay, we're about to go in there. There's nobody in the streets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's nobody There's anywhere. No sign. There's no sign. They open the door and boom, it's a fucking theme restaurant. Yeah. And there's it is uh, it is a busy one too. And uh, they got like the Chuck E. Cheese guy like dressed up as the manicure because they're like, Can we see the manicure? They're like, Yes, you can, son. And, <laughs> which why she would think that was a little kid, I have no idea. But but it, yeah, and then like the the map uh that they give them for going to find the gym is like a kid's coloring. It's like a yeah. kid it's a well, kid's she menu. Has, the manicure has the actual map. Yeah, she does. But uh but when she finds out that they're actually going to use it to go on a quest, she's worried about 
getting sued because we're in the modern day now. But then the kids' menus apparently are based off her old maps. Mm-hmm. So thankfully, that was the kids' menu they had that day. <laughs> yeah, and they had the right answer written on it, which was some Raven's Point or something like that. But they do. I mean, this movie, I mean, which is weird because this movie's almost two hours. So I wouldn't say like, but it does seem to kind of rush through some of this stuff. Where, uh, but I, but I mean, for what it does, I do think there are some interesting points where they're trying to figure out how to do certain things. If there's one thing that's maybe, I don't know, there's some, there is something off about this movie. I'm giving it a B plus because I did enjoy myself. Yeah, yeah. But there are a lot of things off about this movie. Uh, the that that aspect of the world has moved on, but everybody's still yeah. magical looking creatures and all that. I feel like kind of in a way robs the movie a little bit. Yeah. Um, it it almost feels like it should be human characters, like it, yeah. like it should be, it, it should just be humans who find find out that there's there used to be magic because I don't know this this I don't know there's there's something about that I can't put it into words on a podcast. Well, there and there aren't humans. I mean, I, as far as I know, because it if I it, they give the impression they're just in the United States. So I mean, that's the impression I get. Like there are some some simulation of the United yeah, States. Yeah, they're definitely not human. I'm just yeah. but they No, I'm saying I don't know if there are humans. Oh, we don't saying. know if there yeah. are humans. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh it doesn't look like there are, but yeah. in the end I just thought there that it would have been better. I mean it almost it almost feels like, well, we have to have uh we have to have fantastical creatures be our main characters so that it's it looks like something out of this world and everything yeah. and we don't do like regular human stuff very well that's one thing pixar has always yeah. had a problem with um it, it feels like this should be a human this is i mean this is a human story oh yeah it's just for a sure. couple of i mean obviously all the their stories are cars is a human story yeah exactly uh it's it's just that it feels like this should be more like it if these are magical creatures, they should have, they should know magic and they shouldn't. I know. I know what you're saying. I, I feel like this is going to be like cars too, where I found like a lot of people that defend those movies, including Aaron Dicer uh, mm-hmm. talk, which I don't, I don't, and hate. by the way, the first cars is not bad. Actually. Very good time yeah. to remind everybody. Fuck Aaron Dicer. <laughs> <laughs> that's that is that is a good point exactly good point it, anytime you talk about pixar uh mm-hmm. no but uh but he uh i he said you know you just kind of got to accept the world and i and i wonder if people are going to say that about this you know you just you can't think too hard about it it's not but it's also not as bad as cars to where we're trying to figure out like how do they have kids mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so we're not right. we're not doing that but, yeah uh, yeah but i know what you're saying no it's like that very high concept kind of thing it's almost like this is a weird comparison but it's kind of like that sitcom dinosaurs it's kind of mm-hmm. like you know, what if we took like magical people, but we put them in the suburbs and <laughs> and oh, funny, you know, yeah. let's, and then but then they just do like normal dumb shit, you mm-hmm. know, like 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 you do in like your regular sitcom. But um, but, yeah, but um, so th- I think and I think that's what kind of is holding me back on this. I think that's kind of why, because I feel like the concept was somewhat interesting, but I feel like they painted it with very broad strokes. Mm hmm. And uh, they didn't really dig too deep into it, and I and I and I feel like, and maybe this is unfair, but I, it's hard to watch a Pixar movie and not compare it to other Pixar movies, mm-hmm. and that's why I felt like this kind of fell maybe on the lower end 
of the Pixar spectrum. It so it's, kind of, it's like well. a, like it's a C plus Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas maybe if this was an Illumination movie, maybe it's an A. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But but then it also it would be a completely different movie, and there'd be a lot of farting. So there would be. There would be. <laughs> um, okay. But uh, yeah, the the that's the one thing that I that I was that yeah. was sort of bothering me during this, but. That said, once they get on the quest, I do like the problem solvings. I, I did like the bridge scene where uh, they they have a drawbridge that's on one side with one lever that's on yeah. the other side. And they that ha- was a good scene. He has to figure out how to make the invisible bridge. I think they could have done some things better with that, too. Um, but uh, but that, that turned out pretty well. I like the fact that uh, Barley ends up sacrificing his van. Yeah. To, you know, I love that scene. Um uh, there are there are a lot of just like nice little quest things in here that I like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but you're right about like Ian is not a very interesting character. No. Um, uh, Barley is kind of annoying, but I I kind of dug what he was what what they were throwing yeah. out with him. Uh, I I do wish Ian was a little bit more dynamic for sure, and it looked like even. They could have spent a little bit more time on on uh, Julie Louis Dreyfus's character uh, Laurel and uh, and the Manicore because they're having a quest too. Essentially. Exactly. Yeah. They they just kind of get thrown to the side and some of their stuff is kind of interesting, but then they'll cut away from it. And you're yeah. just like, well, no, go back. Like they like <laughs> they they do a couple of things. I'm not even sure if that sword ends up being important because the sword doesn't even kill that dragon at the end, really. Um. Remember, they get that sword from the well, yeah, pawn but shop. Wait, so maybe I'm remembering that incorrectly. Because I now I know she tries to stab it; it doesn't work. But then I thought he like used his magic and like shoved the yeah, sword. Yeah, maybe in. maybe the magic is what happened. Yeah. Is what ended up. Yeah, a I, combination. Yeah. So, but it 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 seemed like so they got that, but it seemed like they could have had some sort of alternate quest that in there where they were figuring things out on Absolutely. their own. And it would have been it would have been a good uh, balance. Well, to and, they, and they bring like the cops into it, like, and that whole thing feels very contrived. Like, I don't even think that's necessary. Like, the, there's that like the scene where they do the drawbridge. Once they get over there, um, uh, their their mom is Julie was Dreyfus. She's at, she's either married or dating. I think, a, yeah, she's de- yeah. I don't know. I couldn't figure that out either. If if it was a uh, dating or if it was the I, second yeah, husband. Yeah, because because at one point they made a somebody made a comment about raising your stepkids, but then they said that's mom's boyfriend. So yeah, I, yeah who knows? But that's the Colt Bronco, yeah. the guy. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the I guess it's uh, was it. Um, I can't even remember what that is. It's a, it's it's a, a hat. Mi- mi- it's a it's it's not a minotaur. It's centaur. Centaur. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Colt Bronco is a centaur, voiced by Mel Rodriguez. Um, who I don't know if I recognize. No, I mean I looked him up. He's been in a bunch of stuff, but he's not. Yeah, when I see him, a picture of him, I, I don't recognize him. But he apparently he's like in Panic Room and Little Miss Sunshine. He oddly enough, he plays a cop a lot. It looks like because mm. he's like always officer or captain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in all these movies, he's the Bruce Greenwood of cops. <laughs> yeah, he's Dennis Franz. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Um, but they have this whole thing where he's like helping her look for them, and then they get pulled over at one point and then they imitate helm mm-hmm. they use some spell to where it camouflages and I, and, them and I, I like that too because that's a that's a part where uh he has to tell the truth yeah. ian has to tell the truth to the officers and if he says anything that's a yeah, lie yeah, yeah, yeah. it starts it starts changing him back and uh and and at this point where she where she uh the the officer played by lena waith says something like 
oh yeah, the one guy, the Barley, he's a total loser yeah, yeah. and everything. And and Ian tries to say, no, he's not. Yeah. And that's when he starts changing back a <laughs> yeah. little bit. And it start and it and I thought that they were going to get that third act. Uh, people get pissed off at each other and break up yeah. thing out of the way right there. Yeah. But then there was another one later. Oh so. yeah, that's true. There is. And also, but what? Yeah, that that scene is fine. What I was kind of talking about though is just when the cops show up when they're when they're about to get to the place they think the gym's at. Mm-hmm. I just didn't understand why, in the grand scheme of things, why Colt gave a shit that they were on this. Qu- I mean, what was? I mean, they weren't hurting anybody, mm-hmm. and the mom knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know why. Like the police involvement just seemed a little goofy, and but then you do get the scene where he has to sacrifice his van, which actually is a good scene. Mm-hmm. So it does lead to a few interesting things. Um, I also kind of enjoyed where they made the the giant Cheeto. Uh, oh boat. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then just shot down the yeah. shot down the waterway. Um, that was kind of interesting, kind of kind of frozen too reminiscent. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, and then and then I kind of like where yeah you're right they do have another moment. Are you talking about when they were like when they get back to the high school? Yeah, and then they kind of get pissed and, at each other. Yeah, because they because because the quest has taken them all the way back. Yeah, to their to their high school, and uh, and it kills me that that this is another thing. Maybe this is a C. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> um, this is um, I mean, I watched this movie once. What do you guys expect? Every time I do these reviews, I'm like, I'm probably wrong. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, but no, they're, they, they, they've already been, they've already done um, uh, from the beginning with the Manticore and the theme restaurant and everything. Yeah. They know things are not exactly what they used to be. So Ian gets immediately pissed off yeah. when they're back at the high school. And it's like, can you not just think for about five seconds? And not be pissed off yeah. and just say, maybe the place really does come back here because yeah. we don't know anymore. Modern time is different Absolutely. from the past time. But instead, it makes them separate, albeit briefly, but it makes them separate so that Barley can go and like find it on his own. And, and Ian- Well, that's the thing that kind of, I mean, I guess it's kind of, maybe it is kind of interesting that Barley finds it since he's the big quest person. But that, like I said, that kind of relegates Ian a little bit, like kind of moves him to the side. Mm-hmm. And then Barley ends up being the one that talks to the dad, which I, I don't know that I minded that, but I mean, they just kind of throw in this random story towards the end about how he never said bye to him because he was scared because he was in the hospital and he was up, you know, he was connected to a bunch of machines and stuff. Mm-hmm. So then all of a sudden it's like, Ian's like, well, go say bye to him and all, because there's a dragon that's trying to get the stone from them, which mm-hmm. we haven't even said, but there, well, we did say that earlier about the sword. So it, everybody kind of gets together right at the end, like the mom and the man, of course, show up with sword, all the cops emerge, you know, verge come in on them. Then uh, once he gets the stone, there's a curse. Mm-hmm. And so like a dragon comes up out of no, and the dragon's actually very cool. Dragons looking, pieced together from yeah, parts of the school. Very, very, very neat. I liked that kind of like talk about the animation style. I thought yeah. that was. I thought that was super cool. So then Ian ends up finding the dragon, and then he tells Barley to go see the dad, and then you know it, it's fine or whatever. And that's just that's kind of how it ends. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Yeah. The uh, there was another thing in this too reminded me a little bit of Jumanji: The Next Level, uh, where so their father has they've taken their father who's just legs. He's he's he's. I yeah, mean, yeah. We haven't really discussed the father and his character. <laughs> that's in this. true. 
uh, it's it, all he can do is communicate using his feet. So there's a lot of like tapping going on. There's a lot of like signaling and yeah. things like that. And there's dances. There's a dance scene. There's all these things. There is a scene in here where they have to get out of this area by pressing this button down while this water, yeah, uh, uh, like starts to fill this area, to fill this cylinder up or whatever. So if they if they can close if they can if they can uh, hit that button, then the other thing at the yeah. top will will be open. And uh, and then I was like. If they didn't have their father, like they they were talking about, we need somebody yeah. who can't drown. So they put their father's legs down there, who yeah. like sort of mindlessly looks around for the button with his feet and finally gets there. Um, and I'm just like, what, what would they have done? I don't know. What would they have done without <laughs> the father there? Well, if this quest is for real, like yeah. they, they, if somebody set this quest up, ha ha, I am, I'm giving you all the rules. Here's yeah. here you do it. How would they have gotten past that? Well, and then there's that whole part right before they get to that room, too, where they're in this hallway with all these booby traps. And he's even like, at one point, Ian's like, look, there's a system. We've got to figure it out. And then Barley's like, no, we don't have time. So then they just run through it. With shields. With shields and don't get hit by anything. But it's like, well, I mean, that would have been more interesting to like figure out the, exactly. you know, Jehovah starts with an I or whatever it is. Yeah, you gotta, exactly. Whatever it is you got to do in this moment to yeah. get through it. And then I understand that once they got into that that room the, the for the button thing, they could have just immediately pressed it. Yeah. But then but the water still then the water still yeah. Ha- yeah the water still has to bring them up so I, I, I it's it's one of those things where the movie decided well this is something clever uh, that we're gonna put in here where they can use one of the characters and, and uh, who has a, an immunity to the problem yeah 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 and 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 they forget that this quest is set up for people anybody to try to to fit yeah. to, to get um and they and they and anybody to win and and they can't you can't win it unless you have something like yeah. that and uh, i mean and i and i guess it's it's little things but i don't know it sometimes they add up and like i said i mean this movie has this movie has a lot of heart uh it 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 has its heart in the right place i just like i said i feel like i've seen the dead father thing or the dead parent thing mm-hmm. so many times in these movies and so that's not all that interesting to me. I, mean, I don't mean that heartless. I'm just, it's just, it's become a cliche with these, with a lot of these Disney films. Yeah. Um, and I don't think there's anything here that's, I don't know. There wasn't anything that added something different to it for me. At least I didn't, I didn't find anything. Um, but it is, I mean, it is sad. I mean, I got a little teary eyed at the end. I mean, there's some, I mean, there's a, there's a good little moment too, where, Ian realizes that while he didn't have his father, he had Barley and Mm -hmm. Barley helped Barley did the things his father would have helped him with taught him how to swim. And yeah, he had a list of things that he wanted to do with his father. And and it turns out that he did them all with his brother. And that was good enough. And that's, that's nice. I mean, I just, I, like I said, I just feel like everything's just kind of painted with these broad strokes and, I just, I don't know. It's a perfectly fine little movie, but it just, it definitely doesn't, it doesn't really move the needle for me. It, 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 there's nothing, there's not a whole lot there for me to grab onto other than, like you said, it's got some nice moments and the animations really kick ass. Mm-hmm. I could, I mean, I could watch this movie just looking at the animation all fucking day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I don't know. And even like in, and I'll be honest, the audience I was in was, was quiet. Like for the most, I'm not saying they didn't like it. I but, don't think there was very much they were yeah, putting out yeah. there to be like laugh out loud though. True story. 
Uh, I, I there was some it, stuff at the beginning, maybe with like just you get to see like all the crap going on. I did find the unicorns funny, mm-hmm. and there's only they only do it a couple times, which is perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> the unicorns get into the trash at the beginning, and then and then you see some more in that cave later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was, I had a different experience. I, I, I made sure that I watched this late as possible yeah. because I had a problem watching frozen yeah, with yeah. all those kids. And, and, uh, and, and so I watched it in a huge theater with just me and this other dude further down. Oh, it's like a 10 o'clock show. 10 o'clock yeah. show. And, uh, so I was able to watch it in peace and everything and maybe that's why i'm giving it an, some extra an yeah, extra grade not, well like i said every, i mean mine was no, actually pretty quiet so i think was, i think yeah. you're right about a lot of the things that are wrong with this and i even found the some of the things that you did i guess it just didn't bother me as much yeah yeah it, it, ultimately but there are a lot of things in this that are like yeah they could have sketched this out a little bit better, I think. So yeah, lots of good things, lots of bad things. I I ended up enjoying it for the most part. You kind of did, yeah, but I, not. It's very it's very middle of the road. Like I gave this about the same grade I gave Sonic. I I I mean uh, that's a weird. Com- I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess you do have to compare those. Those are two children's movies out right or animated or you know kids movies out right mm-hmm. now. Uh, I might actually slightly prefer sonic <laughs> just because it's a little more mm. it was a little more entertaining mm. but i think this one def- i think this one is like the better movie mm-hmm. well, uh, of the two but but I, I think i gave sonic a c plus too so i kind of maybe this is just my uh 2020 kids movie review so grade. if there's anything if there's really anything to come out of this <laughs> podcast today it's don't trust my opinion <laughs> Jonathan is dead inside, <laughs> and fuck Aaron Dicer. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's what it comes down to. <laughs> he listens to these two, which is great. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, but no, I yeah, I I I did like it. I think the I think the quest part is what draws me in. Just any kind of problem solving stuff, and I think people, if they heard me talk a bunch, that's. That really is appealing. No, to me. yeah, we're both we're both in that you know in that area because I know like we've talked about stuff like that with movies like even like Saul where yeah. you know we wish there was more uh, more of that kind of puzzle stuff and, and and very few movies get it right either which is which yeah. is unfortunate but yeah no if you can give me a good like quest or like thing where people have to solve riddles and shit yeah I'm I'm totally down mm-hmm. absolutely. All right, uh, so what did you guys think about Onward? Uh, go to Sincast presented by CinemaSins on Facebook. We're also on CinemaSins Twitter, Music Video Sins Twitter. We have uh, SoundCloud. We're also on Discord. If you want to get on Discord, you can go to our Reddit page and find a link on the right side of the page, or you can go to the Facebook page and private message me, and I will give you a link to it there. Uh, where can people find you, John? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Sam Loomis 13. And most weeks I am on the BTS podcast behind the sins with, uh, Aaron Dicer, uh, fuck Aaron Dicer. Yeah. And, exactly. uh, and the lovely Danae Hughes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all we have to say about Aaron and Danae. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that'll do it for this mini pod. It's Chris Atkinson and Jonathan Watkins. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit CinemaSins.com.